Welcome back to the Q&A session with Authentic Young and Callie. Uh, if you missed the last episode, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the machinima they're working on, their own experiences in Star Citizen thus far. Uh, and if you want to check that out, it'll be right above Authy's head in, um, in, in YouTube land. Uh, otherwise, it'll be the previous episode if you're listening to this on the podcast. And of course, uh, just kind of earlier in the, in, the, in the stream, if you're watching this on YouTube or on Twitch. Uh, but this is a section where I take question and answers from the chat uh, for the cast, for myself, for individual cast members, for whoever. Um, so yeah, if you want to join us live as well while we uh, ask these questions, uh, twitch.tv slash the Astropub on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Love to see you join us live. All right, so the first question comes from Outlaw Knight Zero, who asks, what are the big inspirations for the stories that you tell? Authy, I'll start with you on that one. Um, so far, we, at least I and I, I don't want to speak for Kayla, but I think that it hasn't been our story to tell yet. We've, um, it was a geek citizen that, that started it and wrote it. And uh, we've kind of, when they ask us to improvise, we tend to say what we would say in the scenario. But I think that it would be great to have like a writer's table where people that wanted to write stories would sit around and, and chat. But since this is the very first one and we're trying it out, um, hopefully that happens and we oh. can get some scripts going. Okay, sweet. Uh, yeah, all right. I like that. The writer's table. I like that idea. All right. Next question comes from um, Calgen, who asks, how do you all envision the process of recording a machinima once the game is out of alpha? When it's like more complete, less buggy. How, how would you, how do you envision the process in the, in the future? Much, Much easier. It's <laughs> <Just> easier. <laughs> Yeah, we were like filming uh, during Invictus, uh, mm -hmm. which was probably the worst time that we could have filmed. There was just that's when the duplication bug was happening. It's like mm -hmm. when all of the major, major bugs uh, that we know of point one right now, <laughs> that's mm -hmm. when they all kind of came to the surface. So it was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, bugs can be a big hindrance, especially with how long it takes for everything to get done with uh, just, just in a regular gameplay session, let alone trying to coordinate so many other people to fill a script or even just to, to fill a scene. So, mm -hmm. uh, okay. all right. Next question comes from Qpan, who asks, how's everyone doing? Kelly, start with you. How are you doing? Doing good. Yeah, doing good. Glad it's the weekend. Ready to <laughs> just hang out. Chill. Glad to be here. <laughs> Authy? I'm doing great as well. Um, I just moved recently and it just feels wonderful to actually be in the house. Not settled because we have a lot of boxes, but pretty yeah. settled. So, and I have finally, instead of being in my bedroom, I actually have an office slash studio. So I'm very excited about that, that I actually finally get to decorate and make this my own. So I, I feel yeah. that. I've, I moved two years ago to my, my, to my first house. Uh, it's my first house that I owned. And, um, oh as a, as a result, I, I, I've been living out of boxes for, I'd been living out of boxes almost constantly. Cause we'd like moved every like year or two, we'd move to a new, a new apartment. And so like, we just finished unloading most of our boxes, I think three months ago, and we're still like not fully settled into the house. So <laughs> I get that feeling. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. Cupan. I'm doing all right. Uh, I could use more sleep, but, uh, you know, that's. Can't, can't we all use more sleep? Uh, all right. Next question comes from Ayana Gecko, who asks, what is the dream machinima you wish you could someday make in Star Citizen? Start with you on this one, Althi. If you could 
make something, a story, tell a story, your dream story to tell. If you were the one in charge, you had everything, all, all, all the control. Okay. I do actually have one story that I play out a lot in my head. And okay. um, it's my, when I'm in my 890, I did buy an 890 in February. That's how dedicated I am to, to this game. <laughs> but I, uh, I want to get exotic fish for my, for my fish tanks in there. And I see myself being kind of like a mix between um, Han Solo and Kirk from Star Trek and, and kind of just like getting those fish somehow. I don't need to know how. I just have like a group of people around me that are helping me <laughs> get my fish. And I just feel like having, I'd be hosting like a huge party on my 890J, but behind the scenes, I'd be like talking to someone who's talking to someone who's got like security out there trying to get this fish for me. And then someone trying to steal the fish from me while we're on the, uh, while I'm hosting this party, there might be some poison in the food. Like I have this whole like idea going on in my head of a, this type of event that I want to have. And kind of like a cover-up almost like the parties the cover-up but it's also super fun um but also trying to get these fish so that's that's a story that i have in my head and i would like to play it out someday nice yeah kelly <laughs> um i love the poisoning part <laughs> i just can't get over <laughs> that <laughs> um i've i've been trying to make a few machinimas on the side um they mostly focus around just like mindful gameplay because mm -hmm. um, that's something that I really, I think Star Citizen is my go-to right now for trying to find some peace in my life. So um, if I'm extra stressed, I'll just kind of like go to the asteroid belt or um, go fly around and explore a moon somewhere. Um, so my dream is to hopefully um, go around and explore different moons with like maybe like an inner monologue of someone who's exploring all the different shelter areas and um, having adventures on different moons. Very cool. Kind of a kind of a, a nature documentary vibe kind of thing as well. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, know, the travel exactly. travel yep. logs. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question comes from Cupan, who asks, "What is your favorite daily driver in the verse?" Callie, we'll start with you in this one. Daily driver. Think ship you fly all the time. Uh, lately, it's been the Banu Defender, only because it can handle my landings crap. yeah and crap, crap. and crap, crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, i see yeah, i see you're, you're you're a fellow a fellow uh, a, a fellow person of culture as well uh, landing very mm -hmm. way too hard when you're supposed mm -hmm. <laughs> you're not supposed exactly. to break Matthew, how about you <laughs> daily driver um i would say the it's a toss between the 600i and the 300i the 600 is usually what i take but honestly a lot of times I'll find myself just hopping my 300 and zipping across Stanton to, to get somewhere. So I'd say it's between those two. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of 315p. So, um, Oh, nice. But, yeah. It's, it's why one of the things I do that I kind of like been trying to get, get like as be the guy for is smuggling. So I, I'll be the person who gives you those fish. Um, Yay. you don't ask a lot of questions about it. Um, right. But the, um, and in my process of kind of learning like what's the best sort of ships for, for smuggling, the 315P is fantastic because it's got a huge cargo bay for its size compared to like other things. It's fast, it's maneuverable, and it's small. So it has a very small signature. Uh, so you can pretty much go anywhere and do anything you need to, especially with the smaller loads of most uh, smuggling requires um, and be out, uh, than, than any other ship in the verse right now. So it's pretty good. Um, what is, what's the question again? Uh, my favorite, my daily driver, my daily driver is of Cutlass Red right now because smuggling. 
you know, people ask like, hopefully in the future, it's more like, you know, you get pulled over and someone's like, where do you, why, why do you have all these drugs in the back? It's like, I, I'm, I, it's an ambulance, sir. Of course we have drugs in the back. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. That is great. That's what uh, we're right. playing right there. Yeah. Uh, Fist and Jawa asks, what location was your favorite to film in? Start with you, Athi, on this one. Um, I would say it was Daymar uh, because of the the atmosphere. Um, you know, I love Orison for its beauty, but honestly, it was it was Daymar. I, I something about being able to jump from ships and not dying, and you know that that type of stuff. And it was fun. I had fun there. Thanks, Callie. Yeah, mine's Daymar too. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was very pretty being there, and um, I like that we were able to go into like um, I think it was the racetrack. I'm pretty sure that we were up the place where they held the Daymar rally, but we went mm -hmm. down into um, the track area and found that cool stone to kind of make a, so one person was like driving in and we were sitting on the stone and it was just really cool. Um, it all kind of just, it looked really neat. It was a cool mm -hmm. scene. Uh, all right. Goki asks, what in-game tools would you like to see added to make things, making machinimas easier? I think we already talked about this a little bit, but we can kind of re 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 recap this. Callie? What, what kind of tools um, would you like to see in? So tools would probably um, be, so there was a lot of like camera issues um, mm -hmm. happening with like the camera being shaky, the camera doing this or that. Um, I just remember the cameraman always being like, oh, like this is terrible. What is happening right now to my camera? So better camera controls would be amazing for, um, for this. And I know they're kind of like working uh, with less springy, action i don't know the correct term for it yeah. um but they were, were they were trying to do something with an update recently um with the spring motion so just more of that authentic be helpful i would agree with Callie. um i the second thing that pops into my mind is uh uh vop so mm -hmm. that sometimes that got a little wonky we'd be like talking we'd be like really trying <laughs> to like exaggerate yeah. but it just wasn't catching us exactly the way it should have been so if that mm -hmm. could just work a tiny bit better um that would be that'd be great too. FOIP is always the the one of those weird mm -hmm. things where sometimes it can work perfectly and sometimes it can make you look like you have a stroke. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the smiles are a little bit weird sometimes. <laughs> like just uh, put a helmet on. Yeah, just to put a helmet on, just please. <laughs> uh, Eighty nine Dig Dug asks, "What gameplay loop that isn't in the game yet are you most looking forward to?" Offie, we'll start with you on that one. I would say I it hasn't been promised or anything, but I fall back to to survival type games, Icarus. Like I could see falling on a ship, like something going wrong with my eight ninety or six hundred, let's say I'm out and and I blow an engine and I can't make it somewhere. So I land on a, a ship or land on a planet and I've got to like fix this before X amount of time and I'm able to like build a shelter and find the things that I need to fix the ship. So those are the types of things where you have more like some survival thrown in there on top of stuff. Those types of game loops are things that really excite me. So nice. I hope I see them. So more survival stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I know yeah. they're planning on it. They, they do. Chris, yeah. Chris has talked about the idea of like crash landing on a planet and having to survive for long periods of time. So it'd be awesome. Callie. Yeah, um, so I didn't really know about this until uh, recently, but salvage, I think that salvage is going to be awesome. I didn't think it would be something that I was into, um, but the more that people talk about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for salvage. I think it'll be really profitable too, but I think it's going to be a super exciting game loop to add in there. Yes. 
All right. Fist and Jawa uh, ask, if you could do anything over in the Machinima, what would you do? Callie, I'll start with that one. Anything over? Like a redo, a fix. Um, I think that we did good for our first time. I don't know. I know that's like a, a standard answer, but I think yeah. that it was awesome. I mean, I know we're all kind of like fighting against the game a little bit um, here and there, also fighting against schedules. So mm-hmm. um, maybe do-over would just be to take a little bit more time um, and to try to like get those scenes better and um, to try to work more together. Cause I know we did it a little bit like split apart. It would be cooler if the team could just work uh, in bigger groups. Cause like normally it was just like Offie and Gonzo and I, and then mm. they would split off and like, it would be like three other people. Like, I don't think I barely ever really saw Fist and Jawa, even though they're a big part of the film, um, mm. just because the schedule didn't work out. So um, maybe just meeting up with everyone and actually getting to like hang out with them would be cool too. Nice. Uh, Afi, same question. Um, the only thing, I guess, uh, I think there were a lot of scenes cut out because of time and and how much it was actually going to take to to put it all together. Because I don't think anyone knew how much it was going to take. And I know there was a bar scene that mm. was supposed to bring in some more um, Galacticals. So like that could have been like cool to to have in there because they're. That just having a, a larger group like Callie is saying, and um, that's I, I know that like Allie was actually in the group and she didn't she didn't pop in to the bar scene because we just had it we had to cut it mm-hmm. there just wasn't enough time. Okay, um, Randier Lorm Lom, I think it's asking a question for you, Offie. Um, why are Origin ships the best ships, and why are Drake ships so bad? How did you know Drake ships are so bad? <laughs> because I always say it. I'm like, I'm not putting a Drake fish on my, I'm not going to river fish. That belongs on a Drake. <laughs> an exotic fish. <laughs> I do talk about Drakes a lot because they just, some of them, like the cutlass doesn't have a bathroom. The mm-hmm. vulture, which I do want because I'm with Callie, I want to start scavenging, but they have like a water closet. Have you seen the bathroom on that thing, Callie? You actually have to squat Sorry. and climb oh in. God. Like you can't stand on it. Drake um, <laughs> yes. So I have a, I, when you walk onto an origin ship, first of all, usually there's a whole bunch of champagne mm-hmm. and the counters are beautiful. The lighting is beautiful and they purr. Like if you take one of those out and you, you're like flying it and then you switch over to say like a Nomad or a Cutlass or an MSR even, they're very, like you can feel it. And that's one of the great things about the game is all the ships actually feel different to fly. But once you get into that side of an origin after I've been in another ship for a while, I'm always like, feel that purr like you can't you can't feel it you can just like you can almost feel the purr of a of a 300 and it's beautiful i love it i like uh i have i have high taste fine taste i don't know what you'd say (laughs) yeah Yeah. fine tastes when it comes to yeah Yeah. uh yeah i i I am i am i am a a 100 a big fan of drake but i understand that drake as its core is uh ratchet it's appealed to me as the ratchet design. It's designed as if like you're, you get tetanus by looking at it. And I love that idea. It's, it's, just, <laughs> yes. it's like, we, we no frills, but we're going to, but you're going to get from point A to point B and it's not going to cost you anything. Whereas I understand the origin <laughs> appeal of being like, then like if I'm leaving as the space, if I'm leaving the ground, I better, I better have uh perfumed air blowing in my face 24 <laughs> seven. You know, it's filtered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Next question comes from Ionic Gecko, who asks, assuming you will be role-playing in the verse, do you have a backstory for your character? 
For example, the star system, the star system they're from, their career path, etc. Uh, Callie, I'll start with this one. Do you have a backstory, character, everything? Um, not for my character right now. I've thought of a couple, um, but I think that I've just been hopping in and out of PTU too much to like actually make it a a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all the wipes and stuff. I don't know. I think I would like to do that eventually, but for right now, I don't have one. No. Alfie. I'm similar to Kelly. I've, I've like have some ideas in my head. I've actually talked to um, some people about role playing and I, I wanted to write up a sheet like a D&D sheet almost mm-hmm. where I have traits and um, like something that could be horribly wrong, but I have to I have to deal with it. So basically the only thing that I have for Alfie right now is she lives on um, Orson and she has some kind of money somehow because she's always in origin ships. Yeah. So there's that. And so I was thinking about writing up a sheet just to help outline like what my character would be like and what are her traits and what are her faults and, and go from there. Nice. Yeah. I got to introduce you to, um, Mythmatic. He's a, uh, another role player in Star Citizen. does a lot of role play stuff. Does, uh, he does what he calls immersive role play where he'll stream the game in character with like camera angles and everything else like that and try to try to stay in character as much as possible, no matter what. So um, he's always it's looking amazing. for more people to hang out like that. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds yeah. awesome. I have to say, I was walking through Hex the other day and I was trying to bring Riprod with me. We were just going on a, he and I were just going to do this one adventure by ourselves. And there was a dude that was in there and he was like, you want to buy some, he was like, you want to buy some drugs? And then he, it was just like talk <laughs> over talk. And, and I was like, we're in Hex. And he's like, don't get on our ship. You're going to die. Like, it was just really, it was awesome though. Cause it really felt like. You know, he's like a character that we're walking past. And it was just hilarious how like interacting with the voice in game. And um, it really felt like, yeah, we're in Grimhax. Like I yeah. can feel it. So <laughs> that I, was awesome. VoIP changes the whole game dramatically. Mm-hmm. So, um, All right. Next question comes from, okay, I think this is also for you there, Authy, from Black Dreamhunk, who asks, is the 890 jump an exploration ship? I'm going to say yes, and I might get some flack for that because a lot of people like the Carrick as an exploration ship, and there is some talk of, you know, the Carrick's going to be better at a lot of things versus the 890, but you have to remember the 890 is pure luxury. So mm-hmm. even if it takes a little longer to get there because of the the, um, the drive or whatever, it's, you just have to remember that you are surrounded by luxury and, and enjoy, the, enjoy the ride. <laughs> but it's I would the, call it an exploration ship, yes. It's the journey, not the destination, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Time. <laughs> All right. Del Ener asks a screenshot from PTU showed in-game achievements or sorry, in-game advertisements for PTV racing racing at the vision center. What other things would you all, you, would you all like to see happen in a convention center in game? So what, what kind of a, things would you say? I mean, you've probably, you've obviously been around since like Invictus and seen that. Um, I don't know if y'all were here for the IAE which is similar to Invictus where you can go in and like rent everything and that kind of stuff. It happens in November um, every year. Um, It's very similar. um, During Alien Week, I was kind of let down. I thought like, so I'm new still. I thought Alien Week would be kind of another convention type thing where you go in and like maybe you get to meet an alien or see like a statue of one or something. But there Mm -hmm. was, it was more of an online presence versus actually being in the verse. And Mm -hmm. um, I got really excited for Alien Week. And then it was like the first day came and I was like, oh, (laughs) it's not (laughs) like that. So that would be really cool if we had, um, if we had some sort of Alien Week convention, that would be really neat. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, I I would like. I agree with that. Like, I didn't even think about that, Kelly. That's amazing. I would like to see some aliens too. That'd be awesome. I I think a lot of um, people that are new to the game might not know, like having a, a representation, like if, say if you wanted to hire me to walk people through origin ships or having yeah. someone there to like walk you through what the ships have to offer, maybe take people on flight, like a group of people, take them up and fly them, let them fly more, more guidance, or at least having some people um, there to help guide. Okay. So, it's like more in-game cool guide stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, but more like people, like personal, personal yeah. guides. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like, I'm, I'm a big fan of like flea markets and farmer's markets. So I would, I'd love to see like a, an event in a, in a convention center like that, where it's like, yeah, you can go get anything you want from the game, but it's only in this location on Sundays. So you got to go into the convention center on Sundays to go like in, in, in you know, to be able to get or between this time and this time to be able to get to, to go talk to any of the, the, the events there. So stuff like that sounds cool to me. Some like something that's limited, but like accessible. You know what I mean? That would convince people to like, that would be land, awesome. You know, like that's to go awesome. to Orson, you know, why? Especially if you were like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was going to say, especially if you're like looking for a certain booster and you can only get it at the flea market. Like if it came off of some ship, some javelin, some rack somewhere, that would be amazing to throw in there. Yeah. Or you can only sell certain things. Or you can, some things will sell more at the at the flea market than they currently do. So you can do that sort of thing. So I know we have like artifacts in 317.2. So the idea of like yeah, going up and being like, that. I've got this this gold bar from 300 years ago. I want to go sell it at the yeah. flea market because that's the, they'll give me four times the asking price. You know. So yeah, that would be cool. Uh, Saint Tosin asks, "How much is CIG paying you?" Kidding. What is the limitations that you do run into the game besides uh, besides bugs? Are there any limitations that you're running into when it comes to making Machinima? Um, when we're making when we're yeah. making the actual show, um, yeah. the limitations other than the bugs, I would just say some of the stuff that we've kind of already touched base on, you know, because it takes a little bit longer to <laughs> to do things because of VoIP or um, the camera, like redoing a lot of scenes. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that's... Yeah. Armistice Zones was also kind of a thing too, right? Like that was kind of the reason right. why the bar scene was deleted because um, it was in an Armistice Zone and we couldn't like punch people there. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that was like a big thing. We thought we were able to like... Uh, maybe do some work behind scenes, but you know, if you could do like a bar fight, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. And I think that was also a plan at some point was bar fights in the game that they mm -hmm. even talked about that as like getting rid of Armistice Zone so you can have bar fights. So, uh, yeah. all right. Next question comes from Treesan who asks, what locations are you most looking forward to being added into game? Callie. Locations? Yeah, you know, the, what, what the future look, yeah, the locations, the future locations. Yeah. Um, so there was a talk about the one station that everyone talks about that they deleted. Um, and I forget the name of it all the time, but they said it was very cool. It was like on, on another asteroid or something. Levski. Yeah, it's Levski. Delamar. That's the Del one. <laughs> Delmar's yeah. the asteroid. The name, the name of the, the landing zone is Levski. But yeah. Okay. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that one hopefully coming back because everyone raves about it all the time and I came in too late to get a taste of it. So it'll be cool to see that. Nice. Authentic? Well, they, so um, on their website, Roberts Industries website, there's an area that shows like the future, 
like all of the future. Like it's probably so far out in the future, but there's I'm not probably going to say the wrong number, but there's like hundreds of different mm-hmm. um the you star know, map, the arc star map. Yes, the star map. Yeah. 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 So there's there's not only going to be pyro, but there's going to be you're going to be able to go to old earth and I think that's the one like like um soul. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. like to go back and just see see what's happening to us in 2900. It's like it would just be cool. I think that's the one I'd be really excited about, but any of those or having them all open would be amazing. So I'm excited about the future of the game. Yeah. Um uh, for my my answer tree is uh as always uh Magnus, it's the headquarters of Drake Interplanetary and that's where you know, we talked about characters earlier. Like I, the, I similarly do role play every so often and and uh, I always like to think my character comes from Magnus which is the headquarters of Drake. And it's kind of like space Detroit in the sense that it was once this big burgeoning kind of industrial location where they built all of the, the ships for the Navy and then the Navy left and then they, the entire industry collapsed. So Drake came in afterwards and it was like, it's free real estate. And then just built a bunch of shipyards for cheap because it was cheap land. And that's why, you know, it's Drake. Uh, so I was, I always liked that, that kind of aspect of being from a place that's kind of been like, been um wronged by the government so you're not not really like big fans but you're still like yeah but i'm I'm gonna be loyal to my home kind of thing so that's kind of my thing so i'm waiting for magnus to come in and it's got a connection to stanton so it's one of the systems that's actually really close to stanton too so uh all right treesan then asks do you prefer to play a single character with a persistent story to story or do you see yourself uh dropping into different characters in different stories for like role play and such. Authy, I'll ask you a question this one since I know you play a lot of D&D, so. Um, I would say for this game, I'm feeling like I want to just have my one character, Authy. Um, when I play things like World of Warcraft and things like that, you want to play a healer, you want to play a tank, you know, so those types of games, you want to like hone in and just be, you know, this this uh this type of person. But with this game, it's you get to you get to change. Like if I'm a miner for six months and I don't want to, I don't want to mine anymore. I can just go and, you know, take out the expanse and start selling fuel. Like I can, I can choose my own path and I can change. There's no tree or anything right now. If Mm -hmm. there was a tree, like a, you know, a tree that goes up with um, skills and stuff that might change my mind. But currently I would say, no, I would just have my one character. It's just not Callie. Yeah, um, I find myself falling into different roles um, just because I said, like, I like to do the, like Alfie said, mining. And then um, I like to also just go into a bunker with no clothes on and see what I can do with that. (laughs) Um, So that those, I don't really see those being like the same person. So, yeah, I see myself Mm -hmm. falling in and out of different characters depending on what I'm doing. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, All right. Fist and Jawa asks, as your official stunt doubles, Thank you, ladies. It was a ton of fun filming. Can't wait for the sequel. That's not a question, Fist. That's that's a statement. But thank you. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> thank uh, you for right. being a stunt double. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Black Sky Legion asks, Hello, ladies. What is one story or aspect of Star Citizen lore that you're most captivated by so far? I'll start with you on this, Authy, because I know you, you've kind of looked through the, the Arc Star map in the past and stuff like that. Um, I would say I was actually captivated by, um, and sometimes I get the words wrong, so I apologize, but I think it's Loreville and the moons and mm-hmm. how, like I was walking through and I saw that there are actually the names of, was it, is it Hurston? Yeah. Hurston it's, family. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that the names were actually of the family. And when you're in there, it just had it gave a whole sense to the place. And I think that's the thing that grabbed me. I don't I don't love Floorville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spent a whole stream trying to run the tram there, and it's not my favorite place. But it was really it was just very it pulled me in with the the information. And that's the cool thing about this game that I have to say is every place feels different. If I tell someone I'm from Orson and you tell me you're from Lorville, I can get a vibe of like who you are almost yeah. just by, just by knowing where you're from. So that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I also agree with like Lorville is one of those great places where you can, you don't want to be there, but you feel when you're there, you're like, wow, this is really cool. I don't want to be here, but I understand <laughs> why this is a really cool experience because I don't want to be here. And then very rarely in a video game, do you sit there and go, I, I don't want to be here. This is kind of nasty. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in this, this, this place where people are wearing bags over their heads to breathe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, Callie question about you. Is there anything about the story or lore aspect of star citizen that's captivated you? So I really like the alien stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I like all the, all the different, uh, different, breeds of aliens that they have and learning about them during alien week was really cool for me. Um, I think that's also why I was a little bit like disappointed by alien week, but the lore kept me like super interested. Um, so it did help me like deep dive into all the different characters and, um, all the different breeds and who hates humans and who doesn't. I think it's just really neat. The whole, the whole backlog of, um, the alien lore. Alien lore. Who's your favorite alien race? Probably Cartool. I know. (laughs) I probably like, the Jean? Yeah, the yeah, the Jean. Yep. Because I don't know. I just I just like them. <laughs> I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> and cool. Um, all right. Midnight Black SC asks, question for Offy. Can the ostentatious glamour of the Benu Merchantman lead it to being re- to replacing the 890 in your heart? Have you seen the uh, the the Benu Merchantman interior? I've seen yeah, I have seen pictures of that, and I have to say that it it does look nice, but I don't think it's gonna top the 890. The 890 origin ships have like certain things about them, like um, well, they're not aliens, <laughs> but it's not yeah. that I don't like alien ships. It's just that does seem like a really cool ship, and I like the concept behind it. It's really cool, but it doesn't have like the awesome countertops. It doesn't have like the fresh fruit and fresh vegetables laying out in different places like there's there's definitely a vibe like a pool table there's definitely like a vibe and a lot of that's in the 600 but you, i think you guys know what i mean there's a yeah. there's definitely an origin yeah. the vibe of it yeah <laughs> yeah um robert voss asks horde or alliance horde i started at alliance though but i went horde nice. <laughs> do, do you play as well Callie uh, World of Warcraft stuff like that no 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 I don't uh, I'll, I'll ask you since you've played Skyrim Imperial or Stormcloak Imperial I have to go Imperial I'm sorry I know <laughs> <laughs> I'm cancelled <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm know I, 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 I was always torn because it's like hey, Stormcloak are obvious and then you realize like they're, they're horrible horrible people and yeah like, oh, yeah that's what happened to me. That was like the whole thing with Lorville too. I love Lorville at first. And then, um, so I made my home there and then mm-hmm. I didn't know the background <laughs> of Lorville. And then my chat started telling me and I was like, oh my gosh, I hate it here. We have to move. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the same thing. Uh, all right. Last question is from Midnight Black SC who asks, does everything, uh, does anything about Pyro have you excited for role-playing or making Machinima there? 
Kelly. Um, more evil things. Yeah, that makes me a little bit more excited. That um, more uh, kind of like Star Wars, uh, Darth Vader type vibes, possibly. <laughs> I don't know. That makes me excited. Yeah. Avi. Yeah, I'm the same way. I feel like there's a lot of things that are coming, like certain ships aren't going to be able to jump through. You are going to have to actually get fuel. Like there's a lot of plays that are, you know, being talked about that um, mm -hmm. seem like they're going to be great for not only playing, but for, for movies too. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that was the last question that we've had. Thank you both for coming, joining us for the questions and answers. As always, make sure that you're following uh, twitch.tv slash authentic young and twitch.tv slash Wally for their uh, own uh, live streams content. Make sure you check out Galactic Gals, I think is what it is, which is not quite out yet, but it's, uh, you know, some, some early footage was out and such like that. So make sure you check that out when that goes out. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button here. Uh, join us live on Twitch. Uh, Saturdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash theastropub to ask your own questions and uh, chat with, uh, with uh, other cast members. We tend to have, I tend to have a rotating cast where every week it's a little, someone different. Uh, no one ever repeats uh, if, if, if I can, if I can help it. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. And like I say, every time hope to see you someday in the black. <laughs>